Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Saturday, February 13th, 2021, and welcome to episode number 246 of the WCWS Radio Network's weekly review show. This is, of course, WCWS Power Hour. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, this is Mr. WCWS Chad Henshaw back on the line here with you as we set the talk about, of course, uh, <clears throat> the week that was here in the radio network. Plus, also, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be bringing you today's wrestling and pop culture history and birthdays. Also, of course, a preview as to what will be happening. Uh, <clears throat> of course, uh, we will give a 
a quick preview of, of course, tonight's Impact Wrestling No Surrender event. And also, ladies and gentlemen, a, re a review of, of course, tomorrow night's NXT TakeOver Vengeance Day event there as well. <clears throat> Plus, also, ladies and gentlemen, some wrestling news tidbits courtesy of our friends at 411mania.com. If you care to chime in on anything and everything that we have planned to talk about here this evening for the next hour, please feel free, of course, to give us a call. The phone number, as always, is 1-605-562-0444. Caller ID 141-364-POUND. And press that one if you want to chime in on anything and everything that we have to talk about here tonight. Let's go ahead and get things underway, ladies and gentlemen. It is now 6.08 p.m., of course, as we said, uh, Saturday, February 13th, 2021, the day before Valentine's Day. Of course, I hope everyone does have a very safe, happy, and healthy uh, Valentine's Day, of course, here tomorrow. I know the circumstances are, are prohibiting a lot of things from going on here that we all want to do. But, of course, ladies and gentlemen, the good Lord is, keeping a, is, is, is helping us guide the way through that process. So let's go ahead and not waste any time. Let's get right here to it as we start off with our wrestling, pop culture, history, and birthdays here today. First, we start with our wrestling history and birthdays for today, as we said, February the 13th. On this date in 1997, Shawn Michaels forfeited the WWF title and cut his infamous Lost My Smile promo on Thursday Raw Thursday from Lowell, Massachusetts. The original creative was for Michaels to retain the title on this show against Sid in a Royal Rumble rematch, which was set up the eventual rematch between Michaels and Bret Hart at WrestleMania 13. Hart was already booked to win the Final Four Elimination pay-per-view match three days later. Also in the special edition of Raw, Rocky Maivia won his first, of course we know who now is The Rock, won his first championship in the promotion by defeating Hunter Hearst Helmsley for the Intercontinental title. On this date in 2006, John Cena retained the WWE title against Edge with Mick Foley as a special guest referee on Raw from my neck of the woods, Greensboro, North Carolina. Bret Hart was surprisingly announced on the show as an inductee into the WWE Hall of Fame class of 2006. On this date in 2010, in the main event of the Ring of Honor 8th anniversary show in New York, Tyler Black, of course, we would now know him as Seth Rollins, defeated Austin Aries for the ROH World Heavyweight title. On his day in 2011, Jeff Hardy retained the TNA World Heavyweight title against Mr. Anderson, of course, you know him as Mr. Kennedy, as Kennedy, in the main event of TNA, TNA's Against All Odds event from Orlando. Jeff Jarrett pinned Kurt Angle, RVD defeated Matt Hardy, and Bully, Bully Ray defeated Brother Devon in a street fight. <clears throat> And one more quick piece of history here on this date in 2017. Bailey defeated Charlotte Flair for the Raw Women's title in the main event of Raw from Paradise, Nevada. On the same show, Kevin Owens turned on Chris Jericho during their Festival of Friendship segment, one of the most acclaimed angles in Raw history. Now, ladies and gentlemen, let us see if... Uh, <clears throat> let us see, of course, if we have any... Uh, any wrestling birthdays at all normally like I say it'd be posted along with the along with the um, 
history there. Now, they didn't have anything posted. I'm not sure if we have any birthdays or not, but we'll, we will double check that in here and see. And as a matter of fact, ladies and gentlemen, we do have one birthday. We do have one birthday to mention here. Of course, we want to wish a very happy 50th birthday to ECW original Tommy Dreamer, who I believe is going to be wrestling tonight at the No Surrender event uh, for Impact Wrestling. So happy birthday to the one and only Tommy Dreamer here this evening. There you have it there with your wrestling history and birthdays here, of course, here for today. Now, ladies and gentlemen, let us proceed directly to our, <clears throat> to our, of course, our pop culture history and birthdays. Like we said, a, a of course, a, a segment we normally do on Outside of the Ropes every Wednesday evening. But, of course, ladies and gentlemen, we have now kind of adapt, adapted to uh, doing it, of course, every single night. Of course, the human suplex machine, John Gross. Brings it to you every Monday, of course, on Raw Radio, as well as, of course, every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday on Revolution, as well as every Thursday on NWO Wolfpack. Let us check, of course, some events that took place on here in this day in history. Uh, some of the more recent ones here on this day in 1942, Hitler's Operation Sea Lion, the invasion of England, is canceled. On this day in 1945, Allied planes began bombing Dresden, Germany. A firestorm results, and over 22,000 people perish. On this date in 1945, the USSR captures Budapest after a 49-day battle with Nazi Germany, in which 159,000 people also perish as well. <clears throat> Some... Uh, one notable birthday to mention here today. We want to wish a very happy 47th birthday today to uh, to uh, Robbie Williams. Also, of course, on this day here, just a noble thing here, of course, back in 1866, the outlaw Jesse James holds up his first bank, stealing $15,000 from the Clay County Savings Association in Liberty, Missouri. So just a very unique uh, piece of a uh, very very unique piece of piece of history of course uh, let's go to of course some movies and TV um, some movies and TV of course history and birthdays here as well on this day 1955 KRCG TV channel 13 in Jefferson City Missouri a CBS affiliate begins broadcasting on his day in 1961, Frank Sinatra launches reprise label under Warner Brothers Records. On his day in 1970, the 16th National Film Awards in India, Goopy Geen Baga Bean, hopefully I pronounced that correctly, wins the gold, Golden Lotus. On his day in 1972, Cabaret, directed by Bob Fosse, based on the musical of the same name and starring Liza Minnelli and Michael York, is officially released. On his date in 1981, the 31st Berlin International Film Festival, Hurry Hurry wins the Golden Bear. On his date in 1992, the 42nd Berlin International Film Festival, Grand Canyon wins the Golden Bear. On his date in 1997, the 47th Berlin International Film Festival, the movie The People vs. Larry Flint, of course, you know, based on the life of the publisher and founder of uh, Hustler Magazine, who recently passed away, 
also wins the Golden Bear. And on this date in 2011, the 64th British Film and TV Awards, or of course, or BAFTA, The King's Speech wins Best Film, and David Fincher wins Best Director. Uh, happy 31st birthday to L. Rubius. Anyone does recall who that is. Uh, on this, and some notable passings, ladies and gentlemen. On this day, 1959, William Axt, A-X-T, who was a who was a who composed many film scores, including for the movie *The Prisoner of Zenda*, passes away at the age of 70. On his day, 1967, Faroe Barakzad, a Iranian preeminent poet and film director, passes dies in a car crash at the age of 32. On his day, 1968, May Marsh, who was an actress known for her roles in *Birth of a Nation* and *Intolerance*. Dies at the age of 72, and also to say, 1976, Alice Pons, or of course, a lot of people knew her, knew her by her nickname Lily, who was a soprano opera singer of French and American descent, who performed in the Metropolitan Opera from 1931 to 1960, and also was an actress who was in the movie That Girl from Paris, passes away of pancreatic cancer at the age of 77. Two weddings took place on this day here in, in movies and TV. On this date, 1940, actress Lana Turner, who was 19 at the, at the time, marries band leader Artie Shaw, who was 29. And also on this date, 1983, I believe this was a comedian, Jerry Lewis, marries second wife, dancer Sandy Pitnick, spelled P-I-T-N-I-C-K, just to give you just a heads up on that. Now let's go to our, of course, our music uh, portion right here. On this day in 1914, American Society of Composers, Authors, and Publishers, or ASCAP, was founded at the Hotel Claridge in New York City. On this day in 1917, the Dutch exotic dancer Mata Hari is arrested in Paris on suspicion that she is a German spy. On this day in 1946, the Duchess Misbehaves opens at a Delphi theater for five performances. Two events took place on this date in 1960. The Beg, Borrow, Borrow, Beg, Borrow, or Steel opens at Martin Beck Theater in New York City for five performances. And Saratoga closes at the Winter Garden Theater in New York City after 80 performances. On this date, two events took place on 1970, in 1972 on this date. The musical 1776 closes at 46 St. 46th Street Theater, Street Theater, excuse me, in New York City, after 1,217 performances, and also the musical Grease first opens on Broadway. <clears throat> Let's see here. And on this day, 1973, the musical El Grande de Coca-Cola premieres in New York City. Some noble passings here. Uh, I'm sure a lot of people remember Peter Gabriel, of course, for his time with the band Genesis, along with Phil Collins, but also had a very a, a unique solo career. Today turns 71, and as we said, Robbie Williams today turns 47. Uh, <clears throat> uh, Richard Wagner, uh, I believe he was a composer, passes away, I believe, at the age of seven. He was around 70 years old when he passed away. And, of course, we did tell you about, the, of course, the ones uh, 
the two weddings, of course, earlier in the film and TV segment about Lana Turner marrying Artie Shaw back in 1940 and Jerry Lewis marrying dancer Sandy Pitnick in 1983. So now let's see here, of course, on this date here in sports. On this date here, on this date, February 13th in 1912, England, the England cricket team regains the ashes. On this date in 1920, the National Negro Baseball League organizes. On this, also on this date in 1923, the first African-American pro basketball team, the Renaissance, organizes. Two events took place on this date here in 1928. Of course, the uh, Winter Games in St. Moritz. First one, Class Thunberg of Finland wins his third Olympic gold medal when he dead heats with Norway's Bert Evansen in the 500-meter speed skating at the St. Moritz Winter Games. And legendary Norwegian speed skater Ivar Balagrud wins the first of two straight 5,000-meter Olympic gold medals when he beats Julius Skutnab of Finland by nine seconds, also in St. Moritz. Two events, well, actually, three of and three last three events took place on this date in 1932. Number one, the Australian Championships um, at Coral at uh, Coral McInnes, uh, at Coral McInnes. <clears throat> first off, in the women's, uh, Budsworth retains title, beats Cat, Catherine Lee Masseur 9 7 and 6 4, and in the men's tennis. Jack Crawford retains his title and repeats previous year's win over Harry Hoffman, 4-6, 6-3, 3-6, 6-3, And also on the same year, a 2-2 final round tie with the United States is good enough for Canada to clinch its fourth consecutive Olympic ice hockey gold medal at Lake Placid. Canadian center Walter Monson is tournament top scorer with 11 points. Some notable passings here. Uh, notable passings here. I mean, birthdays here. On this date here, in 1842, Ted Pooley, who was an English cricket wicketkeeper, first class records eight stumpings in a match in 1878, also 12 dismissals in a match in, in 1868, was born in Chepstow, England. He dies and he passed away in 1907. On his day in 1867, Harold Mahoney, who was a tennis player from Scotland, who won Wilmington in 1896, was born in Edinburgh. He died. He passed away in, 19, in, in, in the year 1905. On his day in 1876, Fritz Bulow, a, a German, who um, a baseball player from America, who was also born, who was also German-born, was born. He dies in 1933. And on his date, 1883, Harold Hal Chase, who was a baseball player and manager. I'm not sure what year he passed on. <clears throat> also, uh, four, no, four passings, of course, took place on this date. 1945, George Studd, an English cricket batsman who had four tests in Middlesex, passed away at the age of 85. On his date, 1964, Ken Hubbs, who was a Second baseman with the Chicago Cubs pass, perishes in a plane crash at the age of 22. On his day in 1970, Herbert, Herbert Strudwick, who was a cricketer, had 28 tests for England, Count City, 
60 STP uh, 12 passes away. I'm not sure how old he was. And on, also on this date, 1987, ML Curly Page, who was a cricketer, he was the test captain for New Zealand in, in 1933. He also passes away. We're not sure how old he was as well. One divorce, one divorce uh, <clears throat> took place here. On this date, 1974, professional boxer George Foreman, who at the time was 25, divorces Adrian Calhoun after almost three years of marriage. Does not say the reason why they they just divorced. So, so happy birthday to several folks here. Of course, as we said, happy birthday to ECW original Tommy Dreamer. <clears throat> also, of course, happy birthday to Peter Gabriel and also to Robbie Williams, of course, as well. And there you have it, folks, with your wrestling and pop culture history and birthdays here for today. 6.24 p.m. Eastern Time, ladies and gentlemen. It is Saturday, February 13th, 2021, episode 246 of WCWS Power Hour. Mr. WCWS, Chad Hinshaw on the line here with you. Rest of the panel, way too tough to handle, of course, recuperating and relaxing, of course, after a very long week here. Of course, some great program, great programs here, of course, ladies and gentlemen. We, of course, talked about what happened with Raw, the infamous segment, of course, involving Nia Jax. Also, of course, what happened with the AEW and NXT, of course, leading up, of course, AEW's event, of course, Revolution. NXT, of course, leading up towards the Vengeance Day event tomorrow night. Also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, we did, we did, of course, uh, did of course keep you updated as to of course the four poll matches that we do have up of course uh, that we did have up of course indeed <clears throat> that officially I can report that the Iceman Jared DiGeronimo did retain the DX US World Heavyweight title over Justin Carter also JD won a fatal four-way match that involved Gregory Kramer uh, Robbie Thomas and also Justin Lewis Fleming to pick up the, he is now the brand new Hell in a Form World Heavyweight Champion. <clears throat> also, also, of course, here, folks, uh, uh, George Stoklas got by, uh, <clears throat> got by Justin and also Antonio Gutierrez to, to become the brand new WCW US Superstar Spectacle Champion. And also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, through, of course, uh, uh, being one of those who chose the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to win Super Bowl 55, and, of course, being placed in the match for this brand-new belt. The soul man, Justin Lewis Fleming, came out on top and won the brand-new WCWS NFL championship. So, so like I said, folks, we're going to have some, we're going to post some more matches here, of course, coming up here uh, very, very soon here, of course, indeed. And you never know what we're going to have in store here, but uh, but we may we may have we may have some doozies here coming up here uh, very 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 soon. Um, we had of course a lot of uh, a lot of fun here of course this past week. Um, as we said, of course, already of course we had have have a, a huge, humongous amount of folks wishing to take part in the 
prediction title challenge, of course, as far as NXT TakeOver Vengeance Day is concerned. I uh, can report as of right now that we did add one other person. We have not, we have gone out to a couple more folks. We have not heard from them. But of course, um, we did hear from, we did get one, we have heard from one person in a long time, and he is now throwing his hat into the into the ring here to for an opportunity to go after to, to, to go after the new NXT US Vengeance Championship, of course, depending upon the outcome of tomorrow night's event. I can go and tell you that those involved are the following Andrew Scott, Antonio Gutierrez, Samuel McAllister, Chris Sharp Palser, William Banks, the Soul Man, Justin Lewis Fleming, Jordan Stoklas, the Empress Emery Rickenbach, Robbie Thomas, Kevin O'Sullivan, the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross, the Kenyan Club's Mitt Patel, Alayla Peters, Paul Herman Barr, uh, the Loose Cannon Shaquille Cole Cephas, as well as Justin Carter, also Anthony Chobot, of course, also the Iceman, Jared DiGirolamo, and of course, as of last night, the Heartbreak Kid, Fonzie, even through his name into the hat there as well to hopefully get, hopefully get an opportunity of course at this so like i said here we have not we, we were hoping to, of course hear from some hopefully some more folks um possibly danny from oak park the black widow michelle lynn dodds the cowboy clinton james smith we have not heard even the big even big diesel gregory kramer i'm sure they have been swamped and busy with a lot of things but of course like i said the door is always open here and there is still time, of course, ladies and gentlemen, because the event's not until tomorrow night. So if you wish to, of course, be, be a part of this, head on over to the WCWUS Pay-Per-View Prediction Center page, which is facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash WCWUS PTC Central. <clears throat> and, of course, you can, of course, like I said, the five matches, of course, are currently up and running are currently up right now, even as we speak. Of course, we did get finally get those updates here. I will go ahead and point out here that we do have a triple threat match for the NXT women's title as Io Shirai will defend against Tony Storm and Mercedes Martinez. The women's Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic Finals. The winners will all will not only win, of course, win that prestigious honor, they will also receive a future opportunity at the WWE women's tag team titles as the team of Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez will take on the team of Ember Moon and Shotzi Blackheart. The men's Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic here, in addition to receiving that honor, they'll also receive a future shot at the NXT Tag Team Titles as MSK, formerly part of the team known as the Rascals and Impact. Of course, I'm talking about Nash Carter and Wes Lee. will take on the grizzled young veterans, of course, of James Drake and Zach Gibson. So that would be a very big time match here, right there. Also, a match for the NXT title, of course, as Finn Balor will take on Pete Dunne. And the North American title, as we, of course, will have Johnny Gargano defend against Kushida. And, of course, like I said, it's all be a tremendous matchup here, of course, here indeed. We're still waiting to hear from three folks here that have not, who have not officially completed. They're voting here as of yet, and that is Anthony Chobot, the loose cannon should kill Cole Cephas, and also Justin Carter. As soon as we get them in here, of course, as well, we will, we will, of course, obviously, uh, we will, of course, get that, we will, of course, get that in here uh, as well. 
So we will, we hope to, of course, like I said, this all will be a pretty interesting, um, a pretty interesting uh, um, uh, pay-per-view tomorrow night, indeed. As NXT, of course, has been always been the, almost is almost becoming more and more the flag bearer as far as you know trying to keep WWE afloat. So we hope to, of course, like I said, we'll be uh, we'll no doubt, of course, have a be a humongous. Uh, would be a humongous, of course, uh, <clears throat> uh, a big, a big time, a big time matchup here, of course, here as well. Uh, but But uh, of course, obviously, obviously, once again, just like all the events have been ever since, of course, of the pandemic, um, it will, of course, obviously be, of course, like I said, without, it won't be a true blue, like I said, event, seeing as how, of course, they haven't been able to do anything in that, uh, in that respect, of course, since, uh, <sighs> Um, they haven't been able to do anything in that capacity at all since, uh, since of course, this pandemic started last year. But, of course, here, ladies and gentlemen, anything, of course, is, anything, of course, here is, is, um, is, of course, ultimately possible. So we will, of course, keep you informed, of course, of all that as soon as we, get some more input here of course indeed <clears throat> but of course <clears throat> hopefully like I said if they say things are will go the way they should then hopefully and then hopefully of course dear folks then then more than likely of course hopefully they're, they're, they're hoping to of course been talking about you know Wrestlemania Obviously, of course, they were going to see what the Super Bowl was going to do um, when it came, when Super Bowl took place last weekend, uh, which I believe that that's right. Um, and of course, they were going to base it all upon that. And then, of course, obviously, the news that New York was going to actually open a few more was going to start opening their arenas at a very limited base on a lip. But, but of course, the capacity would, have, would pretty much almost be. 10% of what it normally is, which are saying about normally about 10,000 folks. Um, obviously, of course, obviously, of course, here, folks, um, you know, places like Madison Square Garden, you know, saying the Barclays Center would probably be the first one to do so because they're talking about bringing in a having an NBA game set uh, lined up to take place there. So, so hopefully, like I said, at some point there'll be a They'll be they'll be able to uh, they'll be able to have that without a hitch. So we'll definitely, of course, keep you informed of all that, and we, of course, will definitely let you know as time rolls on. 6:34 p.m., ladies and gentlemen. Of course, this is Saturday, February 13, 2021, episode 246 of WWS Power Hour. Of course, Mr. WWUS, Chad Hinshaw, of course, here with you here this evening. Like we said, the rest of the panel with you, tough to handle, taking it easy after a big-time week. 
I'm sure, of course, like I said, they'll be paying attention to both not only the NXT event tomorrow night, but obviously, of course, the Impact Wrestling event, of course, of course entitled uh, No Surrender. Um, let's give, of course, like I said, a, a quick rundown here. Uh, a quick, a quick rundown here. Uh, uh, um, how about as to as to, of course, what will. Uh, excuse me. Uh, like I said, we've got about nine matches, of course, lined up here. Uh, I will go ahead and first off talk about the three-way tag team mat, tag team match for the Impact World Tag Team Titles. The Good Brothers, of course, Doc Gallus and Carl Anderson will defend against the team of Chris Sabian and James Storm, and also the team from AEW, of course, of uh, private party, of course, Isaiah Cassidy and Mark Quinn, of course, Matt Hardy will be obviously in, well, will obviously be in their corner. For the Impact World Heavyweight title, you got Rich Swan defending against Tommy Dreamer. The Impact X Division title, you got TJP defending against Rohit Raju. Uh, tag team match, you got Eddie Edwards and Matt Cardona taking on Brian Myers and Hernandez. Triple Threat Revolver. Determine the number one contender for the Impact X Division title. Ace Austin, Madman Fulton will be in his corner. We'll take on Blake Christian. We'll take also Chris Bay, Davari, Josh Alexander, Suicide, Trey Miguel, and Billy Mack. The Texas Tornado, no DQ match for the Knockouts Tag Team titles. Fire and Flava, who is, of course, Kira Hogan and Tasha Steeles, will once again take on the, the team that they faced off for within the vacant belts, Havoc and Nevaeh. Uh, single, singles match here <clears throat> as Jake something will take on Diener, of course, formerly known as Cody Diener. Of course, Eric Young and Joe Doring will be obviously, of course, in their uh, uh, will be in his corner. A, a six knockout tag team match as Jordan Grace, Jazz, and ODB will take on Deanna Perrazzo, Kimberly, and Susan. Also a six-person tag team match as Decay in the form of Black Taurus, Crazy Steve, and Rosemary will take on the team of Tennille Dashwood and Triple XL, who was, of course, AC Romero and Larry D. Uh, of course, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Ben, of course, uh, obviously... Uh, been 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 taking a gander here. Uh, mm hmm. Yeah. Okay. That uh, that I've been thinking about possibly start, starting to do like for first and second place in our prediction title challenges is to, of course, like I said, of course, we know for the NXT event tomorrow night, our main belt. Of course, the winner will receive will be a 
<clears throat> will be, of course, a shot at, will be, of course, uh, will become the brand new NXT US Vengeance Champion. <clears throat> but what I've also been thinking about, of course, like I said, if you have your top three, What I've also been deciding to do is award second and third place, of course, in our prediction title challenges, if that does come to pass. But in the mean, but in the meantime here, what we're going to do is we're going to start it with this one right here. Of course, as we said, the winner of the NXT uh, Takeover Vengeance Day uh, prediction title challenge will win the NXT US Vengeance Championship. <clears throat> The second place, regardless, of, and, and and of course, like I said, we will of course come up with other alternatives in case we have any ties or whatever. But we're going, we're just going to have it set etched in stone for right now. That the second, excuse me, the second place in that tomorrow night will receive the first shot at the Vengeance Championship, and the third place will receive a shot. At another belt, that, of course, that I've actually already gone ahead and that I've also thought about, of course, um, that I've also thought that I've also thought about doing after seeing, of course, seeing the the uh, the the uh, um, seeing the the matches here, what they refer to, of course, from the impact um, in, impact event here tonight. That uh, a new championship, of course, will become. We haven't created one for Impact US for quite some time, but now I'm going to. I've just now officially to have have come up come up with that, the Impact US Revolver Championship. So, so like I said, ladies and gentlemen, there'll be like I said, the first three folks, with the three highest votes here, the, the very the 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 high the one with the most votes, of course, will win the Vengeance Championship. Second place will win the number one contendership for the Vengeance title. And the third place will become the new Impact US Revolver champion. So, of course, I will, of course, add, I will, of course, add that on to, of course, our. <clears throat> if, of course, circumstances do are different from that. After, of course, tomorrow night's event is over, I will, of course, be back. I will be looking at re looking over everything, doing my evaluation, and informing everyone of my official decision. But that's the way we're going to possibly just do, do it for the time being. But it looks like it's going to be a pretty stacked card here tonight. We're going to have nine matches up here in total. Of course, of course, a little bit more than what the NXT ones will do tomorrow night, which they only have five. But still, nonetheless, like I said, you're going to have some good wrestling on tonight and tomorrow night between, of course, Impact Wrestling and NXT. So, there's, so like I said, at least, like I said, everybody's going to get an opportunity to, of course, see some great, uh, see some great, great wrestling here without any, without any, uh, without any, uh, <clears throat> you know, any hesitation at all, of course, here whatsoever. So be sure to check all that out here, of course, here tonight with Impact's No Surrender. And, of course, tomorrow night with NXT, NXT TakeOver Vengeance Day, of course. But uh, nonetheless, all of, us post, all of it, I think, is going to be a very good one 
of course, here in D. Now, ladies and gentlemen, with about 15 minutes left to go before we call it tonight, let's go ahead here and bring you some of our, some of our, of course, uh, some wrestling news tidbits, of course, courtesy of our friends at 411mania.com. And we, of course, will, of course, let you know as well. Uh, um, and, we, of course, we'll let you know here that uh, um, we do, once again, as always, thank our friends at Phone411Mania.com for allowing us here in the WCWS Radio Network, for allowing us to read their stories on on all of our shows, of course, in, in addition to Power Hour, of course, Revolution, Wolfpack, Raw Radio, as well as Outside the Ropes, as well as WCWS This Morning, as well as, of course, a whole lot of our other shows, of course, hopefully returning to the air in 2021. One pop culture story I would like to read, uh, just, I just now have, have seen this, uh, and, of course, this was something... This was something here that, of course, we talked about here, of course, a while back. Um, and this story came out yesterday, but I've got I've got to pull this up here. Um, as Pernod Jeremy Thomas reported this last night, as Chappelle's show, if you remember, Dave Chappelle did that on Comedy Central for a while. And, of course, you know, for a while it was on Netflix until they decided to take it off. But now, apparently, it seems that Chappelle's show is returning to Netflix with the blessing of Dave Chappelle himself. Dave Chappelle has his licensing back for Chappelle's show, and he's bringing the show back to Netflix. Chappelle posted a video to his Instagram account of a set performed at, uh, at Austin venue Stubbs titled Redemption Song, which he confirmed that the show is returning to the streaming service. The comedian revealed back in November that Netflix, with whom Chappelle has a lucrative contract for stand-up specials, had pulled the show at his request. Chappelle said that he'd asked Netflix to pull the series because he didn't approve of Viacom CBS being able to license it without paying him any money. HBO Max soon followed suit. During the, Re- the Redemption song set, which also delves into his, con- his contract in the, the virus and the attack on the Capitol building in January, Chappelle said that Viacom CBS called him after fans stopped, wa- stopped watching the show and its other licensed platforms such as Comedy Central and CBS All Access. Chappelle said, <clears throat> officially, I know how to solve my problems. You need to know how to solve your problems. You need to know where your power lies. You are American, so your power lies in each other. A few weeks ago, I put a special out. I called it Unforgiven. I told people what my beef was with Comedy Central. I demanded the company pay me. A lot of my peers laughed at me for there was a ridiculous demand. They said, well, you signed the contract, so what have you been mad about? Here's the thing. I'm very good at minding my own business, and the trick to minding your own business is knowing what is your business. These people that talk about me, these cowards that rejoice, they don't understand what greatness looks like. I never asked Comedy Central for anything. If you remember, I said, I'm going, I'm, I'm going to my real boss, and I came to you, fans, because I know where my power lies. I asked you to stop watching the show. Thank God Almighty for you. You did. You made that same. You made that show worthless because without your eyes, it's nothing. And when you stopped watching it, they called me and I got my name back and I got my license back and I got my show back and they paid me millions of dollars. 
Thank you very much. Chappelle also thanked Netflix's Ted Sarandos for his courage to take my show off its platform at financial de detriment to his company just because I asked him. He also thanked MTV Entertainment Group President Chris McCarthy at Viacom CBS. He noted, finally, after all these years, I can finally say to Comedy Central, it's been a pleasure doing business with you. The show is set to return to Netflix, of course, as of yesterday, although as of this writing, also as of as of when this was story was posted yesterday, it can't be it can't yet be found on the service. I'm pretty certain that it will probably probably up there of course here very, very soon. So we'll definitely, of course, like I said, keep you informed, of course, in fact if in fact we have any official announcements there. But let's get you, of course, lined up with some other wrestling stories. Uh, <clears throat> uh, let's see here. Uh, mm, some WWE news right here. Of course, some Joseph Lee here today. As Paige appears in a new music video for, for her boyfriend's band, Nina Samuels talks about match with Zaya Brookside. And Minari cat cast named their favorite 1980s wrestlers. Paige appears in, in the new music video for a boyfriend, Rod, Ronnie Ratke's band, Fallen in Reverse, called I'm Not a Vampire. Paige had been dating Ranky since late 2018, but this is the first time she's appeared in a music video for him. The video has already surpassed 438,000 views. IMDB recently spoke with the cast of Minari about their favorite pro wrestlers from the 1980s, and there's a there's a video, of course, there of that, and we'll we'll post we'll we'll post that uh, on I believe we'll post that on one of our pages, I believe, including the uh, um, the Revolution Radio pages, where I think we'll post that to see if anyone would like to to listen to that, and see what they have to say. Ahead of their upcoming rematch, Nia Samuels spoke about a stipulation for her match with Zaya Brookside. Whoever loses the match will become the servant of the other for a month. And, of course, we'll post that on our NXT US page. Anybody wants to, of course, take a look at that. Joseph Lee posted this story here today. <clears throat> As The Rock reveals more cast members for his show, Young Rock, including Vince McMahon. In a post on Instagram, Dwayne The Rock Johnson revealed more cast members for his NBC series, Young Rock, which premieres on NBC this Tuesday. <clears throat> They include the names of the actors who are playing many wrestlers who were around The Rock during his youth. Uh, first off, Matthew Willig will, will, will play the late Andre the Giant. Kevin Makeley will, will play the late Macho Man Randy Savage. Payumu, Fastua Amosa, and John Tui will play Afa and Sika, of course, the Wild Samoans. Brett Azar will, take, will play the Iron Sheik. Nate Jackson will play the late Junkyard Dog. Anna Tusilla will play The Rock's grandmother. I believe she's since passed on as well as Leah Mayavia. And Adam Ray will play Vince McMahon. Rock wrote the following, verified and honored 
to introduce my childhood wrestling heroes from Young Rock in my new at NBC show, Hashtag Young Rock. Based on my true life events, we explore my wildly entertaining yet complex life growing up. And these wrestling legends who were our family were my heroes. As with everything, my goal is to, is to deliver quality. So here are the talented actors bringing these icons to life. As we said, of course, of course, playing uh, Andre the Giant, Randy Savage, the Wild Samoans, the Iron Sheik, the Junkyard Dog, his grandmother, who was the first wrestling pro wrestling's first female wrestling promoter. It was his grandmother Leah, and also, of course, and also, of course, uh, Vince McMahon. And John and Rock even said about the Vince McMahon role. He says, I made sure Vince's office had a few cool Easter eggs for the fans. Excited for you to watch and enjoy the show. Hashtag Young Rock. Hashtag NBC. Hashtag season premiere this Tuesday, February the 16th. So, of course, he, so, of course, like I said, it was, so, like I said, all that was, of course, posted on here, of course, earlier was posted on here of course earlier today <clears throat> joseph lee also posted this story as of course gabby tuck if you remember said she embraced being a male when she was of course known as tyler rex in an interview with wrestling inc gabby tuck who was recently had recently announced her transition revealed that even though she is now a, a tra trans woman she did embrace being a male while working for the WWE as Tyler Rex. And here are some highlights on how she got into wrestling. She says, it literally fell in my lap. And I know there's a lot of people when they hear my story tend to go, this goofball, he wasn't even interested in wrestling at the time. And I wasn't, I had no interest, but a really good friend of mine is Rick Baseman. And he was an agent for John Cena, Sting and the Ultimate Warrior. He was the owner of Ultimate Pro Wrestling. Rick's a great guy. We were just talking days ago. He's a phenomenal guy. And we were great friends. We lived in Southern California <clears throat> for a year. We were hanging out with guys that were former WWE stars. And I had no idea. They were just these big giant guys that are all around all the time. That we got party with. So one day Rick calls me and says, Hey Gabe, I know you're not into wrestling, but I got some people at the dojo. It was mixed martial arts. And he had a wrestling ring in there too for UPW. And he said, why don't you come on down? Let them have a look. There's some scouts. We're saying that <clears throat> we're saying that could happen is that, is that nothing happens. The best thing that happens when you walk into a contract, I didn't know what I was walking into, but I walked into 40 guys in their boots and underwear, full gear, and bumping around in the ring, and I was like, oh, my God, what is going on? But I talked to Bushi and also Johnny, John Laurinaitis, of course, known as Johnny Ace, and they were both like, hey, look, hey, look, you got to look. You want to see what you can do. So they put me in the ring, gave me a tryout, and the rest was history. On the hyper-masculine environment at the time, she says, 2007, and my first day in FCW was February 1st, 2008. That time I was fully embracing being a male. I had no problem with that. Maybe that's something just very quick I never had, have really talked about. Is there, there was a portion of my life I don't regret it, and I embraced being a male. There was always just this part of me in the back of my head. I was wondering. I got along great with the guys. I was very masculine and, and never bothered me. From my perspective, the women's division or just the divas in general, they are as much a part of wrestling as we were, and it was necessary for the draw for the crowds to build the business. So I fully understood that, and it was more or less a newer aspect. We have been through the Attitude Era with the Divas back then. They were really trying to build something new and different, and it's understandable. 
and there's a smaller pool of females there. Of course, it looked different for the guys. A lot of us were like, man, the metric stick for them is just big. This is big, <clears throat> small, and the measuring stick for the guys who was just big. I said, how does that affect me? It doesn't. They're going to get their airtime no matter what, and they're going to build a division. It's going to be a draw for WWE. It's going to be great. And then for us, and there may have been 60 guys there who were competing with. But that's what it always had been, so I didn't look down on it at all. It didn't bother me, of course, one bit. Of course, of course, as you, of course, like I said, as you know, as you know now, like I said, just recently, Tyler Rex became, as we said, known as Gabby Tuff. His real name was Gabe Tuff, but of course, now, now, apparently, for some reason, he, he decided to become a woman. So there you go. Uh, Joseph Lee posted this story right here. As the more details come up on the return of Progress Wrestling. As 411 Mania reported earlier today, Progress Wrestling announced its return with a special ch called Chapter 104 Natural Progression, which will stream on the WWE Network on February 20th. In addition to seventh, seven National Progression Series tournaments, more matches were announced. One match separate show will feature Mercedes Blaze versus Millie McKenzie, Gene Muni, and Progress Unified World Champion Kara Noor will also compete on the show, according to Talk Sport. But their matches haven't been announced. It's also known that Chapter 105, Bring the Thunder, will debut a week later. It will include the end of the National Pro Natural Progression Series and the first ever female Thunder Basket match. Blaze is the first time confirmed for that, and seven more will be announced during Chapter 104. It's similar to a Royal Rumble as a new competitor enters every two minutes and wrestlers can be eliminated by a pinfall submission or disqualification. Roy Johnson will be the new shot host. For progress while Charles Crowley and Hustle Malone are the new commentary team. Malone said, because the company is so different to how it was before, it really means to everyone to have a hand on the pot as we're sculpting this together. Everybody's energy towards each other has been so positive and open. I think we found the best parts of what people miss about progress wrestling and British wrestling, as well as so many new exciting elements. And people are really going to want to see what we've created with natural progression and the first women's thunder bastard start as you mean to go on. Progress has never really been about coasting or having a filler episode. So starting with two massive events where someone can really make their name, that seems very progress to me. We're not here to mess around. We're here to play. Has the wrestling scene ever felt bigger and smaller at the exact same time? I think we have to have faith in the tools that brought us to the dance and looking at the roster of talent, looking at the crew backstage, there's nobody else who's ha who has the tools to steal the show. I have no doubt that being on the network will lead to a whole new legion of progress fans asking themselves, what the hell was I missing before? And Blaze officially says, fans should expect, should expect aggression. They should expect attitude. I'm here to make a name for myself. I want it all right now. I want that top spot and the opportunities, not just in progress right now, but in British wrestling in general are endless. Don't worry. You will remember the name Mercedes Blaze. I'm the main draw, of course. I'm the first name announced for the Thunder Bastard. I am, but I am thankful for this opportunity. I know the main goal for the women involved is to put the progress women's division on the map. We want you to know why we're the main event and why we're wrestling on the biggest stage. I'm warning the other girls involved, bring your A game because I'm definitely bringing mine. Big Guns Joe says, 
this is something where we've all worked towards to being the natural progression and it is an important moment in our careers, but I'm in it to win it. I'm not going to be taken lightly. I might have been a funny guy, but I'm going to put myself in the, in, in the natural progression. You see a list of winners and the success they had and success they had in companies like NXT and NXT UK. This permit is prestigious in its own right, but it can catapult a performer to the next level. Warren Banks officially added, if I was the kind of guy who felt like I had something to prove, I'd react to Joe's comments. I respect him, but talk is talk. We'll see the results when the show starts. I'm buzzing to get back, seeing people around the globe, getting a chance to do what we love over the last 11 months. Whilst we've been locked down, I don't think it can be articulated just how excited we, are all, we all are to put on the show. There's no doubt this is a tournament that 100% makes people a list of achievement, achievements achievements. From former competitors is stellar. However, I'm me. I'm Warren Banks. This tournament is the first part of my journey to success. So we'll definitely keep our eyes open on that. Hopefully, like I said, that will that will of course come out to be in uh uh uh, uh um, as hopefully like I said it will uh of course um. But we have a couple stories we're just not added in here. Joseph Lee has our first story, as apparently Bailey wants a match against Michael Cole at the Elimination Chamber pay-per-view. In a post on Twitter, Bailey pitched an Elimination Chamber match for herself, and one of her desired opponents is SmackDown announcer Michael Cole. She wrote, "Give me what Riot Squad, Billy Kay, and Michael Cole in the Elimination Chamber. That's a demand from the role model. It's only five I know how to count: Rowan, Caleb, Braxton." So that, that's what she said last night, I'm sure, on SmackDown. So I don't know if that will be honored or not, but we'll just have to wait and see, of course. Uh, we'll have to wait and see, of course, what will happen there. And, of course, she's looking much more freaky, much more freakier than ever. Joseph Lee has this story here. As, as of course, we've been talking about Peacock, of course, acquiring the network. Uh, Peacock is now hiring a new manager for the WWE Network. Peacock has announced that they are looking to hire a new WWE Network manager as the streaming service will be the exclusive home to the network starting March 18th. The responsibilities portion reads, We're growing our team of smart, hungry, and upbeat doers who crave the chance to build something new at the epicenter of content, tech, and culture. Now we need fearless leaders and pop culture (coughs) fiends to help build out our WWE user experience. So if you can name all of Mick Foley's characters or know why Charlotte Flair claims to be born to conquer, then you should come smell what the peacock is cooking. Responsibilities were to create and maintain the WWE homepage, schedule VOD promotions in sync with the entire WWE linear programming slate, assist in the creation of collections, copy, and metadata for WWE assets, be a subject matter expert in all aspects of the WWE universe, Ensure that key metadata is present on all WWE content. This includes wrestlers, storylines, themes, match types, and more. Identify curation curation opponents to expand visibility of long-form and short-form content. Coordinate asset delivery with internal and external teams to ensure timing promotion. Analyze data to make educated, educated decisions on curation tactics. Protect, manage, 
live events of key events throughout the year. The applicant is expected to have at least three years of experience managing title operations or publishing a large-scale editorial, e-commerce, or video service. So, so there, you, there's, there's of course, uh, there's of course right that right there. And now we're going to bring you, of course, a, just a couple more quick ones before we leave here for the evening. Jeffrey Harris posted this story right here today as CM Punk pays tribute to the late Harley Race with a new tattoo. Former WWE superstar CM Punk got some ink work done recently to honor the late Hall of Famer Harley Race. Tattoo artist Nick Colella revealed on his Instagram that he did that he did the artwork memorializing Race for CM Punk. Colella wrote in the caption of his post, stoked to do this memorial for pro wrestler Harley Race on his friend at CM Punk. Thanks for the trust. You can see photos he shared of Punk's new tattoo below. Harley Race sadly passed away in 2019 after battling lung cancer. Back in late 2019, Punk had revealed plans to get a, get a tattoo to honor Harley Race. And, of course, there you have it right there here, folks. I mean, the tattoo's looking good right there. Looking good indeed. So. We also now have an updated... Uh, the chamber, the card for the WWE Elimination Chamber pay-per-view has been updated. Let's bring this here to you, of course. Uh, bring you, bring, bring you this, of course, right here. Of course, from Jeremy Thomas that post, was posted yesterday. WWE has an updated lineup for Elimination Chamber following this week's episode of SmackDown. Here's the full card for the show, which airs on February 21st and airs from the Thunderdome at Tropicana Field in St. Petersburg, Florida, on WWE Network. Here are the matches that we have here so far. The WWE Championship Elimination Chamber match, of course, Drew McIntyre will defend the belt against Jeff Hardy, The Miz, Randy Orton, Sheamus, and AJ Styles. Roman Reigns will win, will defend the Universal uh, Championship against the winner of the Elimination Chamber match here, which, which, which is now officially Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, Jey Uso, Court Jester Corbin, Daniel Bryan, and Cesaro. The United States Championship will be defended as Bobby Lashley will defend against both Riddle and Keith Lee. And the Raw Women's Title match is, is set as Oscar will defend against Lacey Evans. And Ric Flair is expected to be in the corner of Lacey Evans. Blake Lavelle, of course, posted this story here. Uh, Yesterday, as Russell Khan announces details and protocols for WrestleMania Week convention, of course, in Tampa. Russell Khan is officially set for WrestleMania Week in Tampa, with the full details and protocols released for the convention which will take place April 8th through the 11th. Here is the full release of what fans can expect both from the event and from the protocols in place. We are pleased to announce that we'll be offering a modified Russell Con for those who are traveling to Tampa for WrestleMania 37 on April 8th through 11th of 2021. Given that the pandemic is still a, is still a very present risk, the event will look different than previous conventions. If you have previously attended one of our events, please understand this convention will be scaled back considerably. If you have yet to attend a Russell Con, please understand that the Tampa convention will be a fraction of the large-scale events we typically run. Detail below is what fans can expect along with safety protocols that will be in place. In the hotel block, we specifically chose to host WrestleMania at a Marriott property, the Weston Tampa Waterside, 
having stayed in many hotel brands since the pandemic began. We decided to only host a WrestleCon event if a Marriott property was available. The Marriott brand has a strong commitment to safety protocols and enforces a mandatory mask mandate in each of its properties. Blah, blah, blah. The WrestleCon group rate is $169 per night for stays one to four nights. Stays of five nights or more reduced to $139 per night. The Western Tampa Waterside is conveniently, conveniently located in downtown Tampa, walking distance to many prominent venues, as well as the famous River Walk that is the main artery of downtown Tampa. Those who stay at the Western Tampa Waterside use, using our group block will receive free convention entry to one session per day, Friday and Saturday. Your name must be listed on the reservation as a guest of the room. You will not, we will not honor free admission for people not listed under the reservation. If you booked a hotel independently, not inside our block, we cannot offer this complimentary access. A small convention will be offered in sessions on Friday, April 9th and Saturday, April 10th. The sessions fill up. We have an option to also offer additional sessions on Sunday, April 11th. The convention is entirely indoors across multiple spaces. Under normal circumstances, this space would be equipped to hold 1,600 attendees. Per hotel safety guidelines, this space can accommodate 800 persons while adhering to both state and hotel imposed social distancing guidelines, blah, blah, blah. However, WrestleCon plans to have no more than 320 people, just 20% capacity, in the room at any one time, including all vendors, talent, guests, and staff. The convention details vendor tables will be spaced according to social distancing guidelines, blah, blah, blah. With, with stanchions and floor markets used to control lines in one direction of flow. Once you have passed the vendor, you must follow the flow of traffic towards the exit and circle around to visit the desired vendor. Sessions will, sessions will run from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m., 12 p.m. to 2 p.m., 3 p.m. to 5 p.m. on Friday. Sessions will run 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. and 12 p.m. to 2 p.m. on Saturday. Once your session has been completed, patrons must exit the convention area allow hotel staff ample opportunity to clean and sanitize the area before the next session. Vendors and talent will use their discretion when interacting with fans. Talent will remain masked for all interactions, including photo ops. Some talent may also be seated behind plexiglass screens, depending on their personal comfort level. Walk-up admission will only be sold for sessions that don't sell out in advance. Also, there will be no live wrestling events. As part of WrestleCon, of course, 2021. And of course, ladies and gentlemen, we won't go into the safety protocols because we already know. Because we. We won't go through all that because, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, a lot of people pretty much kind of know that. But if you plan on doing that, just just, just for the time being, adhere to those guidelines. But. Hopefully, by that time, they may decide to probably back off and do some of that. And one last story we'll bring you here, of course, from Blake Lavelle. Of course, came out yesterday on a, as a, on a, about a note on WWE signing an independent wrestler to a contract. Five select reports that WWE has made a new signing from the independent wrestling scene with Christian Casanova earning a contract with the company. According to FIFA, Casanova will be included in the upcoming class at the WWE Performance Center as someone the company has had its eye on for quite a while before signing him. Casanova, who is currently the Limitless Wrestling Champion, has worked as a pro wrestler for around seven years, including appearances for Evolve, Beyond, and also Game Changer Wrestling. FIFO notes that WWE 
It's back to its usual signing process after putting together smaller classes for a few months, of course, obviously due to the pandemic. On that note here, ladies and gentlemen, uh, that's all the minutes we got here for tonight. On that note here, we want to thank you for listening in here for tonight's edition of WWS Power Hour. Uh, as we said, ladies and gentlemen, of course, be sure to enjoy Impact Wrestling's No Surrender event here tonight. Also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we will have one final discussion about Vengeance Day tomorrow morning on WCWS this morning, of course, 805-8613-POUND, starting at 8 a.m., if you wish to, of course, become a part of that. But, of course, like, but, but of course, like I said, if anyone does not check that out, we want you to definitely, of course, enjoy your Valentine's your your Valentine's Day tomorrow, and and also of course, ladies and gentlemen, be sure to of course enjoy NXT Takeover Vengeance Day, of course, as well. And of course, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we all y'all will be big time here, especially the the NXT the NXT US the NXT US Vengeance. Uh, championship of course the second place winner will become the number one contender for the vengeance title and the third place will become will of course win the brand new impact us revolver championship so there'll be a whole lot at stake here during this event of course coming up after tomorrow night so hopefully we'll have more folks to pop sign in and pop up here to join like the many folks we already have here but we'll just have to wait and see of course what all happens with that but thank you. But of course, be sure to check out. Of course, all of we got posted on all of our groups here. Of course, on Facebook, including Entertainment Cavalcade, as well as of course Sports Roundup, Game Show Alley, our our, our of course uh, tribute groups to Don Rickles, Johnny Carson, as well as of course Whose Lines It Anyway, as well as Home Improvement, of course Power Rangers Protecting the Power. Also, of course, <clears throat> NASCAR US High Octane History. Also, of course, um, let me see what, what else we got. Um, I said Motor Week Retro Review Cars of the Past, as we said. Uh, <clears throat> also, of course, our wrestling tribute groups, of course, OVWUS, NWAUS, AWAUS, AEWUS, ECWUS, and others. Also, check out, of course, the video vault with a lot of great promos and matches as well as women of WCW US, of course, where we have a lot of great ladies' matches on there for our female members. Also, check out all of our past episodes, of course, right here on TalkShoe. There might be something there truly unique you might like to listen to, so be sure to, of course, check that out here, of course, as well. <clears throat> Until then, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. WCW US Chatting Charles saying thank you very much for listening, and we'll join you tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. for our next edition of WCW US This Morning. Uh, 805-8613-POUND to get you all set for the NXT event tomorrow night. Take care and God bless, folks. Remember, since 2015, you're a source for everything in the world of pro wrestling, pop culture, and everything in between. This is, of course, the WCWS Radio Network.
This is the WCWS Radio Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.